Want to discover leading strategies, share experiences and connect with fellow consultancy leaders from companies like EY, PwC or Porsche Consulting? Then join us in Munich for the Leaders in Consulting Conference on the 27th of June, a one-day event exclusively for consultancy leaders like you. Places are limited, so head to leadersinconsulting.com to claim your ticket now. That's leadersinconsulting.com. See you there. Welcome to our shortcast. This summary is from our Leaders in Consulting show episode with Stefan Savu. And today, we're covering three highlights from the show. How to build and sustain relationships with new and existing clients, how Stefan won Beering Point its biggest deal to date, and why promoting success stories will help you win leads. Let's get right to it. Building and sustaining relationships with new and existing clients. So my assumption would be that you have to have a really trusting relationship with someone that opens up, uh, first tells the problems, and then is willing to go into a sparing with you to figure out how to solve them. Um, how do you how do you build these relationships? I mean, on the one hand, I would assume it's existing clients or former clients, but on the other okay. hand, there's also potentially new clients. Maybe you can you can tell us how you do it for both buckets. Building this yeah. relationship, I mean, first. Correct. So with existing clients, I think this is uh, due to previous projects um, where we, let's say, delivered the competency and the skills um, that were required. So, and uh, through that, we convinced them um, that we are able to help the client to proceed. Um, this is with the existing client. So it's uh, like in a relationship. With, with a friend or with your partner, you always, um, um, yeah. I didn't want to interrupt you, but uh, I mean, I understand how you build um, a trusted relationship when you do good work. Um, but mm -hmm. at some point, the project is over. So how do you re-engage with those people on a regular basis so that you like get to these conversations that you mentioned where you um, ask about the current problems and brainstorm solutions for them? Oh, okay, sure. Um, so there are um, several options. So we, we have some touch points um, that we agreed on. Or if I find something interesting, um, then we have a, a, a small session and I present this um, idea or this uh, interesting thing to my customer and we exchange on his opinion. So mm -hmm. uh, completely independent of a project or whatever. Uh, so we have these touch points to regularly exchange. Um, we have. Um, Is say, it like quarterly or monthly? How do you do that usually? Uh, to be honest, it's not uh, <laughs> not something regular. It's a mm -hmm. more, uh, let's say, ad hoc, and we use um, WhatsApp <laughs> uh, to exchange. So it's not a formal way via mail and a session. Um, we just talk um, because WhatsApp gives you the opportunity to write uh, without expecting immediately a response. So if you call him, um, they are usually busy and, and can't pick up the phone. But via WhatsApp, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good way to communicate and to exchange. And then mm -hmm. we say, okay, uh, I have here something interesting. Um, describe it in a few um, words so that he somehow gets what's about and then we agree on a, on a date. And uh, then I present the solution and we discuss it. And that's usually how it works. How Stefan won Beering Point its biggest deal to date. 
You told me in our pre-interview that you recently uh, won one of the biggest deals of your company. Um, Correct. And I'm, I'm super curious on, I mean, can you roughly on the one hand tell us what is a super big deal, like in man days or what, whatever you are allowed to dis disclose? And, uh, and can you walk us step by step from the very start to how you closed it, how, how this whole deal, uh, how you made it happen? Um, sure. So it's uh, a deal that has um, yeah, more than 20,000 men days. That's a lot. Yeah. So That's a lot. Team... Congrats, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So the team size is uh, more than 70 persons. Uh, it's a global um, project. Uh, so in all three continents, um, US mainly, Germany mainly, and China. Um, and how did we want the deal? So it was, um, we received the RFP from the, no, the RFI from the customer, mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> which was quite rough. And yeah, so we thought about how can we convince the client um, here to yeah select us because we were in competition with some bigger companies, or at least I think all of them were bigger than us. So we were the smallest in the competition. <clears throat> and, and Bearing Point is not small, huh? So it's not exactly. like a 50-person boutique company. How many employees does Bearing Point have in total? Uh, nearly 5,000. Yeah, nearly. so you say you are small. <laughs> That is good. <laughs> <laughs> and it depends always on the point of view or the perspective. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. That is true. So, um, yeah, um, how, how, did you, how did you go on? Yeah, so we um, took the RFI, we, we invested a lot of time and we thought of uh, how can we convince the client. Um, so we did what, what sounds quite usual, did some research, uh, what they are doing, what they are producing, what are their suppliers. And then we sat together and said, okay, how does um, for this specific customer the processes should look like? And we designed the processes um, in a process flow so the supply chain process yes. you're talking about. Okay. The supply chain, but also the financial processes, which are, um, let's say, coming after the logistics processes, but uh, we try to have a complete process, end-to-end -end process flow with mm -hmm. their products. We derive what components they have, what suppliers they have, and to try to cover as much as possible in our process flow. So. I think what convinced them was not only the technical expertise, because we later on, um, yeah, <clears throat> demonstrated this in a, in a in a technical showcase, mm -hmm. but um, it was also the let's say the nuances or or the the specifics um, that we thought of. So if you have a, for example, a sales order, you usually <clears throat> can sell sell something to your customer, which is on stock. But we said, okay, we don't want the easy way or the happy pass. We said, okay, let's create a sales order where we have to purchase something, where we have to produce something so the goods are not finished, so that we can stick to as much possible areas to reflect the, the process um, that they are uh, running through. And this is when we presented it, um, was impressive to them because they said we were the only ones who made up their mind what might 
be our pain points because we also highlighted what the pain points for them you might are the be. only ones yes promoting success stories to win leads how do you create like a good marketable product so to say out of this uh, first solution you developed um, so we have several options how to uh, promote that. Either it's a success story, either it's a white paper, um, and you have to train your people to do that. Uh, so because most of the people are interested solving the solution, uh, but they don't know how to promote it or how to celebrate that and how to yeah, spread the word around. Mm -hmm. So what you mean is most of your consultants are really love to implement a solution uh, to, to the problem. They understand, of course, what they're solving and how to solve it, but they're not really good yet at, at getting the initial interaction with the people they're in touch with and making them aware that they could probably help because they have a similar problem. How do you teach? I push them, <laughs> to be honest. I push them to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm, I'm quite eager on that so because it's all about the... You don't have to reinvent the wheel all the time. And if you're good in one thing, then try to exploit it as, as often as possible. Ready for more? Listen to the full episode. Head over to sawoo.io slash leaders. That's S-A-W-O-O dot I-O slash leaders. See you next time.